E3. 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 Here we are. E3. Day two. I don't know about you, Justin. That kind of a little bit. E3. Day two. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling day two. Like the Taylor Swift song. Doesn't matter. Uh, I don't know about you. Yeah, Yeah, that's good. That's good. Thank you. Uh, I am feeling great about (laughs) a lot of the stuff I just watched. You're looking at me like you're a little bit less oh, hot on it. No, but. I'm regretting I'm regretting the shoes I wore because going up and down that convention floor is a lot on your yeah, feet. Yeah, here's here's the thing. Like I'm a little sweaty. I um I should have packed more deodorant. I thought one stick would be enough, but like just the heat. I we're from the Midwest, so I maybe wasn't expecting the uh the Californian heat, but um yeah, I'm a little sweaty. I I did bring I, I'm wearing hiking boots as you can see here. Uh, you can't see Can them. I? Because, well, <laughs> they're they're on my feet. Just trust me here. Uh, yeah, I've got, got my hiking boots on. Uh, you know, I'll say this, Justin. Like E3, yes, is a games show. Like it's a showcase for games, and and it's a place for developers and publishers to show what they're working on and show what's coming up. Uh, but it's also a fashion show. I mean, Todd Howard today was wearing <laughs> brown shoes that I don't know. I'm not like great with fashion, but I was like, are those? <laughs> is that? Did those go with that? So, yeah, but similar similar to a lot of those E3 presenters, I have been, as you can see, wearing a tuxedo with my uh, hiking boots on. So, <laughs> yeah, tins. I don't know. If, you're on a, if I'm on a fancy stage with, like, glow lights behind me being watched by hundreds of thousands of millions, maybe, of people, I don't know. I, I might want to, like, put, a like, a button-up shirt on, maybe, you know? Yeah, um, I like... See, the problem is I didn't take notes on what these people wore. I remember Phil Spencer wore a (laughs) T-shirt, but he also had like a cool jacket on, but it was also like an Xbox T-shirt, so it it worked. The problem is, Justin, if I'm going to be honest with you, I only packed one outfit for this weekend. So like walking around, I'm sweaty. I I know you're sweaty too, Um, but I don't know if the tuxedo, yeah, I don't know if the tuxedo, like I think it's going to have a funk. I know, and I know we, we're gonna, probably going to mention because it's fun to say the there's that game coming out called The Gunk. I think they mm. saw my tuxedo and they were like, "No, no, Peter, you are the gunk." Yeah, those of you watching at home, you didn't see a lot of the gunk, but us out here on the front lines, the gunk. Oh is my gosh, rot, like just thriving. It's thriving. It's, it's thriving. But um, yeah, maybe I'll, maybe I'll stop by like a men's warehouse. I don't, is that a thing in California? Probably, or like a coal that seems more national. Yeah. It's Hitbox! to hitbox episode huh part two <laughs> we're gonna have four of these <laughs> this is fun yeah uh, today we're talking about e3 we're back e3 day two we just watched the bethesda slash xbox showcase and then the square enix uh, it was what do they call that square enix presents square enix showcase conference whatever Forward. that was yeah Forward? whatever yeah uh, maybe it, we watched them one of those uh, and <laughs> i have a lot of thoughts i assume you do too I'm I'm a little bit more positive on this than yesterday. Oh yeah, I mean this was this was like let's call this what E3 proper should be. <laughs> like this yes. is just like like actual like surprise announcements, showing off things, you know, like this was like high quality. 
um, uh, stuff uh, for sure. I, we also, um, I mean, there's there's more conferences going on today, but let, let me let me be honest with you. Um, yeah. I don't think you want to hear me talk about the PC gaming show um, or no. uh, the future game show. I so. uh, am not qualified to talk about anything PC related. Uh, and there's also they're doing the Warner Brothers show, I think, right now as we're recording this. But they're, it's my knowledge they're just showing off Back for Blood. Um, and not that I'm not stoked for Back for Blood. In fact, as you, I probably have talked about on the show, I'm actually very excited for it. But uh, we've seen it like three times over the past three days. <laughs> we saw it today in the in the Xbox one. We saw it yesterday. Maybe we didn't see it yesterday, but we definitely saw it at the Summer Games Fest kickoff. They had that, which was a little weird because it's like, it'll be, yeah, it was, it's going to be around. It was even in the wholesome direct. Like it was like front and center in the wholesome direct. Yeah. I, you know what, Justin, I thought that was totally kind of weird. Personally. I I did too. I did too. But the fact that they opened with it too, was kind of like, Whoa, setting a new tone. But then they went back to skateboard and, and, uh, Chikori, like weird, man. (laughs) Uh, speaking of wholesome games, if I may, I know this isn't what we're here to talk about. I did beat uh, Turnip Boy Commits Tax Evasion last night, and I got the true ending because I 100%ed it because I'm a real hashtag gamer. Uh, it's a good game. I liked it. <laughs> uh, is the effort, the probably like 30, 40 minute effort to get all the collectibles worth the real ending? Yes. Uh, no. I mean, there's this, it's a boss fight. You get a different <laughs> boss fight. And oh. the, the boss fight is crazy cool. and very funny. Um I can tell you about it later, but <laughs> it's cute. It's cool. Uh, but we're not talking about the games we're playing right now. Although I did, I did see <laughs> you playing Ratchet and Clank, and I'm excited to talk about that and hear your thoughts on that. Yeah. Uh, but that's yeah. Let me just say, uh, probably going to be oh. platinum number twenty. Oh, exciting stuff! Not but yet, not... but but it's on the it's on the path to being it. Okay. 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 Um, see, here's the thing. I really want to talk about that right now, but we can't. We, I'm, we got to stay focused because we're about to talk about Bethesda and Square <laughs> Enix for like an hour and a half. So let's talk shop. Um, Bethesda, they talked about 30 games today. And like, I feel like I have whiplash from how many games they talked about. And I was sitting there look, grinning like a buffoon the whole time, just looking like an idiot, big smile on my face. Do you know who else uh, had a big smile on their face while they were watching this? Probably Phil 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 Spencer. You was it you? Well, I'm sure I would hope so. But literally anyone who owns Game Pass is uh, right, right. just giddily smiling, uh, feeling so good in their investment. Um, because you know, for all intents and purposes, you're going to be having uh, some pretty exciting games coming to that service. Not only today, but for the rest of this year and plenty in the future as well. Um, well, that's and, that's the thing. Oh, I was going to say, going back to even like how much video games are, you know, I know Sony has games at $70, but if you spend $60 on a game, uh, you will be able to pay for the all the games on Game Pass and then some. Like, you, you're going to have like so much extra money um, by doing that uh, just based on these games alone. And because so many of these games are like game of service games, you're, you're set. You're not going anywhere other yeah. than your couch. Uh, Here's the thing, Justin. I mean, I know not everything that was announced today is coming out this year, but like a lot of stuff is coming out this year that maybe didn't have dates before. When am I going to play all these games? They all look they all look super, super solid. Um, and some of the games that like we have been talking about anticipating this year uh, got dates that are like way sooner than uh, than, than maybe initially thought. Do you how do you want to? 
how do you want to do this? Do you want to talk through um, each of the games, just sort of going down the list, or do you want to take a look at the ones that stood out to you? What? Uh, how do you want to talk about this? I think I think we can always like at the end talk about like things that are you know kind of go through everything real quick if we miss something because there's mm-hmm. so much to talk about. Like I feel like we're gonna get stuck on Stalker Two for an hour um, right. on the list. Uh, by the way, I don't have that much to say about Stalker Two. Uh, it looks it looks fun. I'm like, <laughs> it's it, fun. it was like, where can I get Stalker One? That's it. And I don't want to be typing that into Google. Yeah, that you got to put the periods in between. So yeah, they'll know you're talking about one. Yeah, yep. It's quite a long anagram. Not anagram is that the word? Uh, <laughs> do you know Probably, what I mean? Yeah. Like that's abbreviation. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like S T A L K E. I don't know. Uh, let, let's talk about some headlines. And it's like such here. a long one that you know, you know that they had to just like make the, the whatever they were trying to say like fit into the stalker name. Here's the problem. They saw fear do it. Do you remember fear? Those games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they saw fear do it, and then they were like. Oh, we should do that because they're like, yeah, stalker is actually a very long word or maybe it like was translated because it's Russian, I think. Uh, maybe it was like translated. It's a much shorter word in Russian. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, can we talk about the big one? They just straight up said they, they led with Starfield and that was in- insane. They were just like, yeah, okay, Starfield, yeah. I was like the big date. one. And then I actually had to like think about which one. <laughs> There are so many big things, yes. But so Starfield, they didn't show us any gameplay, but we do know that it's coming 11-11-22, which is exactly 11 years after the release of Skyrim. I don't mean to date myself and perhaps oh, anyone listening to this podcast, but um, when Skyrim came out, 11-11-11, I was in eighth grade in Washington, D.C. Very angry that my Washington, D.C. trip was happening when Skyrim came happening. out. Happening, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that well. But uh, Starfield, what do you think? Not bitter at all. No, I. Uh, they say eleven, eleven, twenty-two. Um, based on the zero footage we saw before E three of it, and based on like one of my first things I wrote before we even got the release date, I said, "Yo, this isn't coming out soon," <laughs> because what we were in fact shown. Um, they had like some, I don't know if it was like a cutscene in game and edge and stuff, but like the stuff that we did see that was animated looked a little jittery. It didn't look mm. great. Um, and you know, part of me was like, is this the stream? Is this the game? But like not a lot. Ha- I didn't see enough for me to feel like this game is definitely going to be happening, um, on time. How long has it, how long have we known about it for two years? I was last year. The first time we heard about it. I don't think we heard about it last year because I mean there was no E3 last year. So okay, the last E3, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so so I think we've I think we heard about it in twenty either twenty nineteen or twenty eighteen, and and there's still like a year and a half left for this thing to to come out on time. I think to me it seems doable, and it seems like they why like I know that they're trying to be in line with the Skyrim eleven eleven twenty two thing, but to me it seems like. If you're going to say a date for a game like this, you got to be pretty confident on it. You know what I mean? Especially since it's so and far that's away. That's the thing. Like that that seems like a that seems like a very bold thing is then like as I was like questioning it, they came out with the 11-11. First of all, I didn't see the 22. At first, I was like, "Wait a second. Are they freaking <laughs> kidding me right now?" That would be uh, insane. But no, then it was like, like 22. So so that is like 
both an extremely bold thing to do because that's so far in the future. Goodness knows what pandemic could come in between that release date. Oh gosh, um, yeah. B- between now and then, but um, I, I don't know. Uh, like I, I hope it comes out. Trust me, I don't want to wait longer if I can mm-hmm. if I can get it sooner. Um, I just wish I I had a little bit of a better idea of what that game was because I still don't feel that confident I could explain it to you. <laughs> I think it's just like a, one of their typical first person. RP like you know RPGs in space, in a new place and everything, right? Yeah, yeah. Space, obviously. Because I mean, it seemed like he had a gun that he put on the table, so I think it's you know like a sh- shooter maybe. But I but yeah, I mean, there's not a whole lot of info about it, so I don't know. Exclusive though, and, and the trail, the, the yeah, which I think it being exclusive is is big. Um, yeah. Not that I'm not like shocked by that. Like I, no. I feel like I figured that was going to happen because with a new property like that, it makes the most sense for that to be the thing um, that they get some extra value. Uh, extra value. <laughs> they get they get a little bit of an incentive for uh, purchasing Bethesda. But mm-hmm. um, I to bring up another game that they announced, I think was a new announcement. Uh, was um, Outer Wilds two. Outer yes. Worlds, Worlds. Outer, I did. Worlds. It. I messed up. Outer Worlds too. Yes. Um. And what made me laugh about that was that trailer seemed to be further along <laughs> than the Starfield trailer was. Um. And the whole trailer, if, if uh, you haven't watched it, was just basically making fun of like what a video game trailer is. Um. We're showing this because this is the only image that we have uh, created right now. And like they were literally just talking about what it was like to do an E3 trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, and that one didn't have a release date, and I wouldn't assume that would necessarily come out next year. Um, no. But uh, si- similar, similar kind of vibes, minus that one is clearly trying to be funny. Well, yeah, because I think like Starfield is trying to take itself seriously. I mean, it, that's fine. Like, it's a serious game, right? Uh, at least if it is in line yeah. with the rest of the Bethesda games, it's probably going to be relatively serious and then the outer worlds was just like goofy and then i like the outer worlds uh am i saying yeah worlds i was like i think i just said it wrong but twice but no um yeah i well, it looks good too i mean we didn't see anything of it other than like you know some right rendered pre-rendered <laughs> footage but i like the outer worlds i would welcome a sequel to it oh yeah absolutely so the other uh, the other thing i mean again there's a lot of big stuff here but i want to talk about uh halo was there I thought it was going to be maybe more than it had. The, the focus was actually mainly on the multiplayer. Uh, you have written in the show notes, are we worried about Halo? And after today, uh, yeah, yes, Peter is. I am. A little bit now. I, I was sort of worried about it before in the sense that it's like, I have no idea what this game's going to be. But after today, like we didn't even get a date. They just said holiday 2021. Still. Yeah, and, th- and I think that's, like, even worse considering it's a vague holiday uh, right. when you have Starfield being, like, 11-11-22. They drop that date well ahead of time. Um, so that that's a little a little strange. Not that, you know, they need to have that release date yet, but even, like, kind of looking ahead, think the calendar is going to start filling up. You want, People are going to want to start knowing about, like, when this is going to be happening. Though right. uh, multiplayer is free to play, which is kind of cool. Uh, you mm-hmm. don't even have to have Game Pass to do it. If you got a computer or an Xbox without Game Pass, which, why? Yeah, you should have Game Pass. You should. Uh, but that'll be free to play, so that could be cool. Um, I think that will probably really hit PC players yeah. strongly um, if it's worth playing on the PC. <laughs> See, that's the thing. I thought that the, like they did a lot to showcase that grapple hook like that's 
turns into a hook shot with guns and stuff, which I think is cool. Uh, but I, um, I don't know. I don't know. Justin, I don't know. I'm kind of worried about it. <laughs> I don't know. I, um. I, I would say the thing I, the thing I got sold on was the, the possibility that this story could be good. Yeah. With the Cortana's gone and, there's this new yeah because lady. it seems to be like and the name Halo Infinite makes even more sense now because it's like perhaps this is going to be like a, some kind of infinite like a dimensional like multiple dimensions and the way they set up the whole like fake Cortana like yeah. who who did the who stopped her from being deleted who changed like the thing that they did uh, it just seems like they're setting up like potentially there's like some multiverse stuff going on and maybe maybe this is like <laughs> fresh off of a Mass Effect uh, playthrough uh, we have like the reapers coming to claim humanity back and we got to stop it or something like that who knows but um i you know i i I, i'm hopeful about that and i do think the game looked better though it's very clear they're not going for like photorealistic with the master chief weapons or anything like that but i guess my problem is like i don't think i'm sure we saw some gameplay we definitely did of the multiplayer which is fine but like we didn't see any of that campaign like real gameplay so like and i feel like the problem a lot of people had with we saw that last year peter and it went over well, real well that's what i'm saying is like the like for me to feel really confident in the game i would have to see the gameplay and be like oh the grapple hook changes everything or oh like th- this new thing is so cool whereas like all i know all i remember about halo infinite right now is the gameplay from last year and then the multiplayer looked fine in the trailer here but like it just looked kind of like more Halo multiplayer with a grapple hook, which, you know, Halo multiplayer is fun, but not really like blowing me away or anything. But I think it's placement yeah. in the presentation is potentially telling about how they're feeling about it. Because, I mean, Starfield is a big thing. I mean, it was what, halfway through? Yeah, I'm like... Because I think I looked at my conference and I was like, so, like, the the time, and it was like 45 minutes or something like that when they were on Halo, and I was like, okay, so we're about halfway done, and they, they blew their loads already here, so uh, what else is to come? And I was, I was ho- like, I was like, maybe they're going to be something even bigger than Halo and Starfield, and the, the stuff we got afterwards, I think it was, like, good stuff, don't get me wrong. Um, I, I feel like if I was to be let down by this conference, it's that it did not get me excited about Starfield and it did not get me excited about Halo um, mm. the way that I think it, it, I would hope it would have, if that makes sure. sense. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, exactly. And, and I like this conference, right? Like I think there's so many, so many good things here. It was, it was professional. It was tight, ton of different stuff. They even had time to breathe with, uh, I, I guess it was their new announcement um, of uh, Force of Horizon five, right? They had time to like, dive deep into that and everything yeah. um and there's so much good stuff here that uh i have game pass i have a series x i have a computer i can literally play all of it <laughs> yeah uh, and and that's the thing too is i was before they sort of at, at the very end they said hey we th- showed off 30 games today 27 of them are coming are either on game pass right now or coming to game pass the day they launch that's insane uh, I was keeping track of what was coming to Game Pass w- while the presentation was going on. And I was like, okay, Starfield on Game Pass. That makes sense. Stalker on Game Pass. Okay. Back for Blood. Okay. Game Pass. That's cool. Contraband. No idea what that is. Uh, that's going to be on Game Pass. Sea of Thieves is on Game Pass right now. Oh, this new expansion is free on Game Pass. All of Yakuza is on Game Pass. It's like it kept going. I was like, oh my gosh. They are like, you know how in Uno, the game, the card game, 
you might save up a hundred of your like trap cards is the wrong word i think that's Yu-Gi-Oh. you save up a hundred of your like that's a Yu-Gi-Oh. cards. Uh, and, uh, by the way we will i <laughs> little side note here i did try to purchase Yu-Gi-Oh starter decks like the original ones to like you know, so we could like do a thing of us playing they're very expensive yeah i have to imagine the cards right now the like all cards are insane like the market is really wild for those but it felt like it felt like yeah, it really was not just the like, time to start my magic career no, 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 no. It just, it felt like, skip, reverse, skip, 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 reverse, draw four, draw eight, draw, new color, blue, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it was, it was cool, it was fun, but. um. So, I think, like, what I was talking about with Summer Game Fest yesterday, about how, like, the, the opening ceremony, and literally something for everyone, there's, like, a, a ton of different stuff, like, mm-hmm. this conference was that, but, like, with big name titles, you know, like, yeah. there's going to be something that you were interested in. Uh, or liked about this conference uh, if you like video games from sims to driving games to shooters to story driven games to uh, you know whatever you you want like it had it and i mean people always talk about how microsoft doesn't have like your you know jrpg type games uh they had um the uladin chronicles rising and the uladin chronicles hundred heroes uh that they showed off and like that uladin chronicles hundred heroes looked beautiful by the way Sure. I didn't know anything about it. Don't know but, what that um, game is. I don't know if yeah. it's a series, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's so much on here. There's so much that they talked about. It's great. One thing I want to kind of bring up is the the fact that you said that the 27 out of 30 were coming to Game Pass. Yeah. I don't understand why they didn't make it a full sweep. Um... I think you look at the games on here that were not announced for Game Pass and they were big titles that they would be foolish not to show. You know what I'm saying? So, like, let me see. I think Battlefield 2042 was not coming to Game Pass. Far Cry 6 was not coming to Game Pass. Um, Maybe those are the only two that I Diablo 2. Oh, is that the other one that wasn't coming to Game Pass? Yeah, and I think that, I mean, Among Us, I don't know if that was one of the things they announced. Obviously, Among Us was there. But, like, I understand that you're trying to reach, like, that kind of appeal and stuff. But when when you're clearly going about this conference being, like, just dropping the mic of why your stuff is the best, yeah. having something in there like the Diablo thing was unnecessary. Uh, you know, I, I didn't feel like that was needed. I don't, Do we need another look at Far Cry, which, by the way, was better than the Ubisoft version of Far Cry? 100%. I don't know if you saw this tweet that was uh, circling uh, around June 10th uh, by Jeff Grubb. And once they, uh, 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 I forget where he writes, is it? Let me, let me just look he here. Um, Games Radar, I think. What? Is he Games Radar? Yeah, it it looks like he's at Venture Beat now. Oh, okay. I think he's going on Giant Bomb, too. uh, Oh, is he? I I think he's one of the people that they're bringing on. But go on. Tell me about Jeff Grubb and his Twitter account. He's he's like an insider. He has all this, like, news and stuff, and he's really, like, been following this stuff. But he tweeted on June 10th, um, okay, so now that we can talk about why Elden Ring was here and not at the Xbox showcase, I just know that Bandai Namco turned down a deal to put this trailer into the Xbox showcase. And I know it was not because everything in the Xbox showcase is Game Pass to answer a common question. So we have Microsoft who is trying to go out and I I guess literally drop the mic here by reaching out to get Elden Ring. And I I don't know. I think 
it's it's strange to say it. I don't think Microsoft needed Elden Ring. <laughs> I don't either. And they announced so much great stuff. And I think that if they announced Elden Ring on here, no one would be talking about anything else. You, do, like, does that make sense? Like, I think you have so much incredible stuff that would just get completely overshadowed if Elden Ring was here. Because that's all anyone would, would want to talk about about this presentation. I mean, you know, there's the chance that they would want to talk about, like, this presentation was insane. And on top of all that, they ended with Elden Ring or they opened with Elden Ring or whatever. But, like, I, I just think that you were going to lose a lot of maybe the smaller games that I was excited to hear about because it's like, oh, it's on Game Pass. I'm going to play it now. But I think you're going to lose people talking about, I don't know, Slime Rancher 2 or play tale <laughs> requiem or whatever you know just because it's like elden ring is the headline and so we are losing a lot of these maybe smaller right. games that were still exciting but yeah I, I don't think it needed it not at all so I, yeah and I, I i just find it odd that they didn't like go with that everything is at at game pass because they were so mm-hmm. close i mean they even said 27 <laughs> right. to 30 you're right there um that's not knocking the conference obviously that's not like saying like (laughs) that's a good thing damn only 27 of the games they showed were were on game pass damn could have had could have had a a neat nice clean 30 (laughs) um you did mention another game that uh i think was a new announcement uh that i'm kind of stoked about um and that was uh the um uh, plague tale requiem uh yeah you like the first one announced for 20 yeah I, i i played the 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 first one directly after the last of us part two, which is the biggest criticism I have of that game was it did not look like the last of us part two. And sure. that's not to say the game is ugly, please. It's a, it was a beautiful game and this game looked beautiful by the way. Oh, and I don't yeah. know if that was pre-rendered or whatever, but um, that was, that was more of the fact that the last of us was such an extra game in terms of being beautiful and everything. And then you play that game and it was just like very stirring to remember what video games actually <laughs> are <laughs> right right um but yeah that looks great it's coming to game pass again so i'm excited and I, and, and i think like that game really sung uh in the last couple chapters when you have all these powers and all these different things and mechanics going on mm-hmm. uh we, while it was slow some t- at points to gather all that stuff for this new game that could be cool if like from the beginning it's more of like this uh you have this uh toolbox that you can play with um so i'm excited for that i think that was a cool announcement and that's one that um, I don't know how popular Plague Tale is, um, but I think it's a great game and, you know, quality games like that added to, uh, your library. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And if it's on Game Pass, I mean, I think the first one's on Game Pass anyway, but like, yeah, I- I'm more likely to play it. <laughs> that is the caveat with literally every single one of these games where it's like, you know, if I might be sort of on the fence, like who cares? Because I'll, I'll pl- like, I have the opportunity to play it. Uh, what else? What else? What else on here? Uh, 12 minutes finally has a release date and it's in august <laughs> so like that's coming right up uh that game looks good i don't know what the gameplay is it seems like more like choice-based narrative stuff but i'm excited to hear the voice talents of daisy ridley and james mcavoy and willem dafoe uh i, I know that one is we've talked about it, i think on the show before uh, that is like one of my my most anticipated of 2021 yeah that that looks like um that kind of uh little puzzly story game could be really great i think Mm -hmm. the fact that they did get that voice talent in there really uh really makes it just even more 
exciting for me uh, than when I first saw it, like at this point, four or five years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like showing off like some stuff, but uh, that'll be great. Uh, Psychonauts 2, uh, sticking in yeah. that same vein. Um, I, I think you, you got until August 25th to, to bust, bust through Psychonauts 1 um, because. So that's the question. Should I be playing? Do you think I should play that first one to play Psychonauts 2? It's it's a great game, and yeah. I, I before I even like go into the more like like strategical uh, argument as to why to do that, uh, it's funny, it's great, it's a good little mm-hmm. platformer, um, really creative with a lot of like the levels because each level is like you go inside someone's head and like their you know inner demons are personified or their interests yeah. are personified. Like if you have a character who thinks that they're the most important person in the world, you go to their world, it's like a kingdom and they're the king of it that you have to like bring down and stuff like that. Very much like a uh, very persona. persona. Yeah. Um so uh on that level, I think you should play the game because it's a great game, but I also mm. feel like it'll be hard for you to go back <laughs> after yes. playing the the new thing and i don't really want to talk too much about ratchet and clank right now but one of my recommendations for people who want to play ratchet and clank is to play the 2016 one before you play the new one because you'll never Mm. want to go back to the 2016 one if you play the new one because the new one feels great by the way just yeah that makes sense (laughs) i'm I'm excited to hear more about it uh not that i mean i know you think it was fine but i really liked it hades coming to the game coming to game pass not a huge deal for me because I was playing it on Switch, but yeah, I can look you in the face and tell you that it's not one of my 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 favorite games, but it's a freaking awesome game and that's a great game to have on Game Pass. One hundred percent. What else is on here? They, they announced. I, I don't know if this was announced exclusively at this event, but it's the first I heard of it. This game, like Somerville, it looked like a horrifying nightmare, mm-hmm. uh, and that is twenty twenty two. So we're still a ways away from that. But it kind of reminded me of. Um, oxen free a little bit although it was like a 3d it was more 3d than that game is um but it looked it looked kind of cool yeah i my notes i was like watching it and like trying to like take it in so like my notes aren't the most informative for a lot of these but i wrote soft piano music then i wrote dog then i Mm. wrote don't kill dog (laughs) don't kill dog come on don't kill dog don't kill dog. I, I'm telling you, the ascent. That one's also coming out this year, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I think it. I think it's coming out in a month or so, like pretty recently. Mm. Um, and that is like that's like an isometric game kind of shooter, yeah. cover based thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I let me tell you, I would never touch this game. Usually, however, it's on Game Pass. It's on Game Pass. Game Pass. You know what's wild, and I think we probably touched on this a little bit just earlier in this recording but like if anything while there was a lot of great stuff announced and shown off the star of this show is xbox game pass (laughs) like while all of the individual announcements and everything (laughs) it's been like that for years (laughs) is so cool yes but but like while all these individual announcements are very cool the fact that 27 out of 30 of these ended with like play day one on game pass or play it right now on game pass is astounding and i i just think that's really cool speaking of uh games that are coming out soon on game pass back for blood i think we mentioned earlier in an, in an earlier episode that that is a perfect game pass game and now i don't have to buy it and i'm stoked for that i think uh one thing about um microsoft's strategy with game pass is is a quite an interesting one because a lot of these games and 
I'm not saying they're only games like this, but these are a mm. lot of like group games of service games that yeah. Microsoft has that, um, you know, whether we're thinking about, um, you know, Halo Infinite being, you know, the multiplayer side of things um, to Battlefield, which, you know, they mentioned. I, that's not in Game Pass, though. But like Sea of Thieves, uh, sea of Thieves uh, Back for Blood, like all these games that they're mentioning really are like focused on having like communities come back and play. And that kind of, you know, uh, not only incentivizes them to keep updating those things, but having your your buddy being able to try out a new game with you is an awesome way to get them to start playing a game. Yeah. Um, so all you have to do is have a friend with an Xbox and Game Pass, which I guess maybe is a harder thing to do trying to get a Series X or whatever here. But like, like think about how successful Outriders was. And I'm going to point directly to the fact that that game was successful because of Game Pass. Um, yeah. Not that the game is a bad game, but like it, Game Pass is what made it easy for people to play that. And when it came out, people were playing it. And like, I, I clear, I see a very clear like direction Microsoft is taking with this stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and I think one thing that makes me not the biggest Microsoft fan is that's not the kind of games I like necessarily. Sure, like that's not like the target audience. But like, you can't deny that like that is going to work for them and it's going to be great for these games. And look at what it's done to, to my Game Pass subscription, and I'm so excited for that. Um, for even just to try out stuff that usually wouldn't be my cup of tea, uh, right, which is right. awesome. One more game I want to mention here, and then I do I want to talk about Redfall at the very end here. But this is not a joke. I'm very excited for Microsoft Flight Simulator to be coming to consoles because that it seems like a very relaxing. Like that seems weirdly enough very my speed, where it's like I just want to unwind, fly my plane to Tribeca or. We're going out to the Pacific. Who cares? We'll, f we'll find an island. We'll land somewhere. I don't know. Actually, I don't actually don't know about how if you could do that. But um, you know, <laughs> pop a podcast on, or maybe even you know what, play some white airplane noise. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Because there's like Spotify playlists ooh. that's just like you know yeah. airplane sounds or whatever. And then <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm just thinking about how fun that would be. Um, <laughs> and, and I'm excited that it's on. You know, I don't have a PC. I'm, but yeah, I'm excited for it to be on console. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I live in a, a place of privilege, being able to play it on the PC. Mm -hmm. I'd actually thought it was already out on um, uh, Microsoft. Uh, sorry, on Xboxes. But like, that's great that it's coming. And I think the Top Gun stuff that they had looked awesome. I mean, any <laughs> yes. kind of like integration for that, like. Why? I don't know, but cool. is that other than a skin in an advertisement for the movie? Was like that what it essentially was? You have to imagine because unless they're putting dog fights in, like that'd be insane. Although. I don't know. Is the original one multiplayer? Because it looked like they had multiplayer in this one. I do not know the answer to that question. Okay. Um, but like that could be like that. The, 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 the game changer for Microsoft Flight Simulator. Um, but speaking of of another vehicle based game, uh, I, I haven't played these games personally, but the Forza Horizon five um, looked awesome. Uh, you're talking to the wrong guy. I know. Like, I know technically looking at it, I'm like, yeah, that looks good. That looks cool. Not my kind of game. Unless I can be sitting in an arcade razor seat. You know what I'm talking about? With like a, you yeah, know. get the full rig. Yeah, with a with the gear shift or whatever. Like, yeah, it's not, it's not my thing. <laughs> but it looks good. So. Well, it, and I, I agree that that's not my thing. But the thing that really like 
opened my eyes to this um, was at the very end when they had the uh, event lab in there. And they said, you can create anything. You can do whatever you want. And I was like, yeah, whatever. But then when they do that pan around, so you're seeing the front of the car, then you have those like 3D ramps and stuff behind you. Yeah, of, yeah, like yeah. These crazy things. And I was immediately th- thinking about what would Grand Theft Auto Online be uh, if the actual driving controls were like a Forza Horizon type of driving sure. controls. If you could do all those crazy things. Because, I mean, Grand Theft Auto Online, super popular. Don't get me wrong. Like, very successful. I'm sure they're okay with it. But, like, a lot of the stuff in that game is janky. Sure. <laughs> like, from the shooting to the driving to the whatever. So, like, if you have that kind of community that can be built up around Forza Horizon 5, and I know people love Forza already. Like, yeah. if they have, like, some cool events, creative things that you can do with that... Uh, hey, that that could be awesome. And I was actually shocked to hear that they had a Hot Wheels expansion to the last Forza Horizon, um, which is that's fun. Maybe like, like a similar type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you do loop de loops. I am like, not that's into cool. realistic drivers, but like it's the the idea that maybe this is more of like a Mario Kart kind of thing with real nice ass looking cars mm-hmm. uh, that could get me in there. So even though it's not my thing, November 9th, it's everyone's thing if you have Game Pass. Yeah, and that's November 9th this year, right? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, and this was like a new announcement, right? Uh, I think so. I don't follow these games basically at all because of all the reasons detailed <laughs> above. I can actively but, like avoid them on Twitter. Um, but yes, I, I think so. I think it's a new announcement. All right. Do you want to talk about the one more thing? Yes, I do. I do. And this is... The mini fridge. The what? Oh, can you imagine if they were like also... The mini fridge? Pre-orders are going up for the mini fridge. That'd be dope. They did. <laughs> Did they? Well, I know that they announced that they were going to yeah, be doing the, them, but did the pre-order actually come up? Oh, I don't know. It was holiday 2021, and oh. then they said Xbox and chill. <laughs> was that in the presentation today? Yeah, it was like at the very end of it. Oh, did I actually literally miss that? <laughs> oh, I thought you were I thought you were just straight up joshing me. I thought you were pulling my leg. No, That's it was awesome. like legitimately like after everything, <laughs> they like put the credits on and then it was like uh the Xbox mini fridge coming holiday 2021. Get ready to Xbox and chill. That's kind of fun. That's that, I I don't know if I'd buy it. Well, it depends on how big it is and depends on how much it would cost. If it's if it's lo- if it's less than $200, I'd buy it. And how big is it? It doesn't matter. Not important. Redfall. Justin, I I want to talk about Redfall. (laughs) Because I think this is speaks a little bit to the fact that they didn't put Halo at the beginning or at the end. And it wasn't like a super strong middle that they just try to be like, "Uh, we got Halo. And also, guys, look at the Daisy Ridley's here. Uh, She wasn't there, but she's in the game. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, So Redfall, they announced. So Arcane, who has made Dishonored and Prey and... Uh, what's the one that they didn't talk about, obviously, because it's on PS5 only? Um, Deathloop. They are also, they're now making a brand new IP about hunting vampires that you can play by yourself or with a group, similar to what you sort of mentioned about uh, sort of a lot of those Game Pass games being multiplayer or single player games. Um, it looks good. It looks cool. We didn't see any gameplay from it. It was just more of like, hey, they're making a uh, vampire game, but... I don't know whether it's a third person or first person shooter. I have to imagine it's first person because that's all of their other stuff, but it looks cool. And the fact that it's, first of all, a brand new IP. And then also they made a point to say, this is an Xbox exclusive. That's cool stuff, man. Yeah. With it being a summer 2022 release date, 
Um, and yeah, they, they said, you know what? Zombies, we're not doing that. We're doing mm-hmm. vampires because those are cool again. Yeah, I mean, I think that's actually kind of cool. Like, I can't tell you the last uh, vampire game I played. Actually, Resident Evil last night. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you the last. <laughs> okay, that, that didn't hold up basically at all. But I can't. T- it's, it's coming back is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> and uh redfall is it and it's cool um you know you were talking earlier, that was, worked out well uh you were talking earlier about um starfield being pushed uh, redfall i don't know if that's summer 2022 that's sooner than starfield and arcane i don't know if they have different divisions but they just got done with i mean it's not even out yet but uh death loop isn't isn't even out so which which also got pushed, but I, I don't know if that's going to be summer 2022 specifically because we've never heard about it and we didn't see any gameplay or whatever. So who knows how far along they are, but that's just my two cents. Thoughts? And perhaps it's not, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be like this like huge massive game either. No, if no. it's something that is couple of levels that you do with your buddy you know they can update it slowly as they're going on i think uh it's really interesting what they did with grounded because i was Mm -hmm. expecting grounded to have something when they went from it being like this is a beta slash out you're working on us together doing this that they've they're just making it like more of a real game very slow not even very slowly but as it's going now as they announced achievements and stuff like that so if you have like four levels of this thing and then maybe every once in a while put out another level or something like that like that's great and you know if they find a a particular time where nothing's going on bunch of dead news not a lot of games coming out in the middle of summer drop it for you know two week stretch it'll be the thing everyone's talking about if it's a good game which um, probably is going to be a good game because it's made by people who know how to make good games yeah 100% 100% unless uh what's up unless, unless the game is gonna suck because of the vampires <laughs> I, uh, I I have half a mind yeah. to just hang up on you right now <laughs> <laughs> I listen back to I, the episode you just cut out that moment uh I might Justin I might this might be just only this this might be a little conversation that only you and i hear in fact i might cut out that whole top people are gonna be like whoa it's kind of weird they didn't even talk about redfall they didn't even talk about it at all um it's because i cut it out because of the whack shit justin just said i want to move on from that although justin (laughs) that's pretty good i'll give it to you that's pretty good (laughs) um let's i I want to talk about square enix you're welcome you're welcome i want to talk about square enix uh, so people are, were sort of disappointed by this presentation. I didn't think it was like, I didn't think it was as good as the Bethesda Xbox one, but I still thought it was all right. I'm very excited about this Guardians of the Galaxy game that's coming out in October. Uh, I don't know if the gameplay looks great, but like the aesthetic definitely sold me. Let me tell you something. Tell me anything. this. This is the only thing that has happened at E3 Summer Game Fest so far that has been truly a a, a massive hype moment. Because not only is this like a new game that hasn't been announced, right? Not only is this game shown in very much detail along with it never being announced before, it's also coming out this year. Yeah. Yeah. Like, 
those are the kind of surprises when I'm looking for like an E3 like moment, like something that can make a press conference amazing or not amazing. That's an announcement like that is what gets me excited about video games an IP I care about um, gameplay that looks like the single player aspect of it. It's not like a multiplayer thing with some choice driven stuff, but we can get more on that later. Um, but then like, it's coming out this year then like that's everything like I'd want in a game happening. And even if the game is a seven or eight out of 10, that I'm going to be excited to play that uh, when it comes out in October 28th. When is it coming out again? I mean, October. (laughs) So they showed, they showed, they said like, okay, we're doing a guardians of the galaxy. And then, they like ended the trailer. I thought that was going to be it. And then we looked, got to look at it more. But at the end of the trailer, it had that date and I read it and I was like, Whoa, what? And then it moved on to talking about the game. And I was like, no way that said 21 for sure. This is October, 2022. And then they're showing like how much of this game is done and you know, looks pretty good. And they're doing all this stuff. And then it comes up again at the end, October, 2021. It looks great. I, I, I know like, I don't know. I love, superheroes i love marvel specifically uh, i watched invincible justin what a great show um, oh. oh my god I, I have sort of i know we'll talk we'll talk about that at a certain at some point because oh what a good show but um when it comes to video games i'm usually very hot or cold like there's nothing i mean i know justin i know it's like basically free now but the avengers it just doesn't like look fun to me. It just doesn't do much for me. And the, the demo I played just seems fine. Uh, particularly like the portrayal of the characters don't seem like super incredible to me. Uh, and then like you have the Spider-Man PS five and miles Morales. And I thought those were really good. But apart from that, superhero games just don't really resonate with me, but the style they're going with for this guardians of the galaxy, where it's like kind of punk rock is like, so me and it's so like I, I just like the Guardians of the Galaxy anyway. Um I'm super excited for this. And even though the combat looks kind of fine, um oh yeah. Like I, I still think it looks great. I, I think uh, you know I, I'm gonna maybe just chalk it to like the gameplay thing. The the fact that you can control all the characters and mm-hmm, it seems like mm-hmm. your powers are your friends rather than it being like, oh, I could suddenly know how to do this. But then you also have your different kind of like guns and stuff like that. It could potentially be pretty fun. Um, I It's almost weird because I think it would be kind of cool if you could play all the characters. But we've seen that in Avengers and how that work out for everyone. Right. It's actually it's funny so you bring that really... up. I thought I was like, this is about to be Guardians of the Galaxy expansion for the Avengers. I was like, that's fine. How are they going to balance an additional four to five characters? (laughs) Like, good luck. Uh, But then they were like, you know, single player narrative driven (laughs) experience. Like, uh, did you say video games for Peter? Did you say Peter's favorite kinds? Um, So, yeah, I'm I'm on board and it comes out in October. (laughs) Like, what the hell? That's awesome. Yeah, like that that is uh like I even if the game is ultimately a disappointment, like this is a funny three moment, I think. Mm-hmm. Um and maybe it was leaked before, but I, I think even if they people knew a Guardians of the Galaxy game was being worked on, but like I don't know if they thought it would be coming out this soon and if it would be something that would be a single player story based game. Right. No, I totally. They spent a to me, surprising amount of time talking about this game. Like 
they talked about this a lot. And that, like that's fine because, you know, again, this is my kind of game. And I'm glad that if they're saying, hey, this comes out in three months or four, five months, six months. Uh, when is October? What? It's June now. So four months. So if they're saying, hey, this comes out in four months, I would love to oh see my God. to get a better look at it. But um, I can imagine that that is potentially why people are disappointed about this because they spent so much time talking about this and they didn't really spend a lot of other time on other stuff other than other Marvel stuff with the Avengers, which, hey, free DLC, that's awesome. I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to dip in for it, but that's cool that they have that, you know? Hey, my E3 prediction about not hearing a thing about Final Fantasy VII uh, on the Xbox is definitely come true at this point. Yeah. Oh, we should go back and listen to what those predictions are. I don't I don't remember what I said. Uh, I The fact that there's still not a new Switch is probably not going to bode well for what's going to happen the rest of this week for me. No, that is going to be very dependent that's going to be very that's going to decide a lot of things about this upcoming week but or the next few days i guess uh they talked a lot about square enix i mean uh talked a lot about these mobile games i didn't catch all of them um other than near replicate you, you saw the uh, one uh, the near one though right huh? huh yeah near reincarnation i should probably sign up for that huh yeah like i should probably try that out why not what's the worst that can happen you love it right damn I hate loving stuff. Uh, <laughs> Final Fantasy VII, the first soldier. I'm gonna. I want to try out because I want to be like Square. What do you think Fortnite is? Like, what? What do you think? What do you think Fortnite is? Like, I want to see what that is. But um, that is that is less of me wanting to try because I think it's gonna be great, and more of me wanting to try to see like what's going on over there. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the like the aesthetics of that game look pretty cool. Like, it, it's uh, it's odds the wrong word but like it was cool to see how like a final fantasy 7 world with like the items and stuff like that could translate to a battle royale mm -hmm. um so I, I i think you know that could be cool uh i just don't know if a mobile only <laughs> uh battle royale game is gonna get me right and that's where it sort of is like raises an eyebrow where it's like okay you know final fantasy 7 battle royale like that's a weird combination of words but i guess it could work. It's like mobile only. It's like, hmm, hmm, hmm. I don't, I don't know about that one, but I'll try it out. Uh -oh. I mean, it's probably going to be free, right? I mean, I have to imagine. Uh, maybe. <laughs> or, <laughs> not or many at the people very do least, the Nintendo route, but at, at the very least, it's not going to be like sixty bucks. You know, like yeah, yeah. So that Babylon's Fall is a game, right? Yeah, I like Platinum Games games. I have not played Bayonetta, but I quite enjoyed Near Automata, as listeners of the show know. Uh, apparently, people are upset that this game looks different and is sort of turning into Destiny. I have no skin in the game of that because I just this is the first I've heard of it. But did the trailers and did like what they showed off make me want to play it? No. Are you where? How are you feeling about it? Hot, cold, sort of in between. <laughs> uh, the. The thing that like like drove the stake in the heart of me playing this is the live service title. When they said that it was a live service title, yeah. Um, I just don't know if I like have that in me to do. Um, and to to be honest, this game kind of was looking a little bit like Godfall to me, uh, and we all know how that turned out. Yeah, one hundred percent. Any any other game, if like mm, I'm trying to say like. You want people to compare your game to anything else other than Godfall. <laughs> I mean, it was, right? probably, it, was probably, it was probably fine. Like, I'm not trying to hate on it, but like, like 
very middle of the road. You know what I mean? Not not like horrible, not offensively bad, but not really good either. The same reasons I didn't play Godfall are going to be the same reasons why I won't play Babylon's Fall. And it has nothing to do, like maybe the games are great, average, whatever. I just, I don't need that in my life. Yeah, it looks, uh, I'm sure someone somewhere will probably like it, but it's not for me. What if it's on Game Pass though? I would probably just, Still not. I mean, look at what else is on Game Pass, Justin. 27 other things. <laughs> I would have... Yeah. I would have never probably played Outriders, maybe, if it wasn't for Game Pass. And, I mean, it made me buy a freaking Series X, right? Yeah. Uh, so... It, it's hard for me to tell like this th- i would not do it to begin with but maybe if enough people started playing and it became a thing i'd do it but maybe maybe uh life is strange true colors makes me want to play life is strange i mean i you you've talked about how good those games are i've not played them but this new one looks pretty good and if you get i think it's like the deluxe edition which i can imagine is only like 10 20 bucks more you get the remastered version of the first is it one and two but because it, it's not life is strange too but there's like a no it's 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 one and before the storm so it's like the kind of like spiritual sequel um to life is strange one when mm-hmm. you're playing as the other character from it so it's it's really not like number two in the series because life is strange two has a whole different family a whole different situation but yeah hey if you want if you want to find out what it's like to be a hella teen in a hella two 2000 um life is strange 2 is a good one i know that didn't really sell it for most people to be like why would i want to deal with that <laughs> but it's, it's a good game um yeah. and there's really like there's a i don't know if that's a spoiler or not but like it becomes a little bit detective-y hmm. so i can get in with that yeah, there's like a mystery to unravel and yeah. it's not about where your powers came from because it's clearly toxic waste um oh, oh. <laughs> Life is Strange True Colors, though, every time they said psychic power of empathy, I could not help but giggle. Like, am I a well, bad like, person? Well, no, because it's like uh, empathy is not a superpower. <laughs> Weirdly enough, it's a, um, <laughs> a thing most people have where I see something bad happening to someone and I say, well, that would make me feel bad. I know not everyone, but um, yeah, I mean, I guess maybe nowadays it might be a superpower, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just like. Being able to relate to other people, I guess, is what they're going for. It's a very low bar, but I suppose it's you got to have one. Uh, but yeah, it, look, it looks good. I'd, li- I'd try it out. I'd give it a go. I, I recommend you play the Life is Strange games if you like Telltale games. I think I think I might. If, if I get Life is Strange True Colors and I get the Deluxe Edition, I might just go and play the remastered version because, you know, no, no better time than now, I guess, if it's going to be remastered. So... Um, it's it's not like I've avoided them though. Like, you know what I mean? Like I've not been like, I'm not going to play life is strange. It just didn't happen. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about final fantasy origin. What was the other title? There were like two titles for it. It was stranger of paradise, final fantasy origin. They said the word chaos, probably 80 times in the two minutes of footage. We saw that game. Did that do anything to make you want to play that game? Look at the world, man. I've, Justin, you're right. Wow. Um, no, the 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 characters, the three characters in there, did a lot to remind me of Final Fantasy 15. Yeah, me um, too. That kind of like 
attitude feeling of them, except you didn't have Noctis in the group. And Noctis was, I guess, the emotional heart of those those characters. Yeah, they were like, he was what brought them all. He was why they were all there. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you just take him out of it. And then they're sort of gone. You had a you had a red haired yeah, Poplio yeah. though in that trailer. He had the same True. haircut, same haircut. Uh, yeah. That game doesn't look like I want to like I don't want to play that game. <laughs> I mean, we didn't see a lot of it, but like it it seemed very brooding and like it was being very very serious. And I don't it's uh, I don't I guess I don't know enough about Final Fantasy. I mean, I know a lot about Final Fantasy, but like Final Fantasy Origin is that a thing? Like, they're not all connected, right? It's not like the origins of Final Fantasy. It's just like a game, right? I, I don't understand their timeline. Um, all I know is that it's a game that has Final Fantasy in it or around it. So I'm assuming the people who are making it have some connection with the other Final Fantasy games. And what I'm hoping is if this is going to be something, the combat looked a lot at more action heavy than like more RPG heavy. Um, it, it reminded me, it kind of did like a, I had Devil May Cry vibes watching it. Well, gosh dang it, everyone. <laughs> my uh, my computer did crash right there. So apologies about the hanging thread of us talking about Final Fantasy Origin or whatever <laughs> it was called. Um, so I, I want to hear your a little bit more of your thoughts on this. Is like, mm, does it look good to you? I don't know if we talked about this, but I just got distracted by this computer crashing thing. Does it look good to you? Because it doesn't look great to me personally. I, I would hope uh, that this game would be similar to Final Fantasy VII mm-hmm. with its combat because it did look a little bit more action-based rather than it being like a RPG kind of like, you know, RTS game. Not RTS. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Turn-based. The turn-based, yeah. Um, and if that's the case, if they can keep developing and working with that Final Fantasy VII combat style, I really enjoy that because I think it does meld my favorite things about um, turn-based but also like making it a much more active uh, experience um, and I think Final Fantasy 7 the combat was so good that I would hope they keep in that direction but if it's like a straight up action game uh, you could always sit there and play um, everyone's favorite Babylon's Fall if you want a you know, third person action game like that <laughs> I I suppose that's true uh, a lot of people were upset or a lot of people seemed to think that we were going to see more of Final Fantasy 16 Final Fantasy 7 remake part 2 maybe or I don't know. Didn't integrate just come out. So I think that might've quenched the thirst for a minute. People thought we were going to see some more outriders and people thought we were going to see more of Forspoken, which if you don't remember, cause I didn't Forspoken is project Athia. And then they changed it to Forspoken, a name that I find to be very forgettable. Yeah. They, at the end they had like their, a little sizzle reel of games. They had Forspoken, yeah. final fantasy 16, uh, final fantasy four, 14 like little little mm-hmm. bits of their of their stuff so they're like hey we still got it i'm if you're gonna be mad at this conference it just wasn't it didn't flow well <laughs> you know right um i think uh, as much as i was excited and still think that the biggest mic drop moment of the show so far is guardians of the galaxy um i thought that was paced poorly and i yeah. don't think it was cut in a way that made the game look good and i would also say that for people who love Square Enix games, the fact that that got the biggest slot might not have been super satisfying for them. 
So I do, I do understand the disappointment, and I do understand the people who might not have loved the that. But yeah, yeah, it's it's. I get it, but then I also think that hey, that game looks pretty good. So yeah, yeah, I'll probably play it. Maybe. Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, kidding. Yeah, of I'm gonna, I will. I'm gonna buy that game. I'm gonna buy yeah. that game for sure. Uh, and I, I just, I also think that that Final Fantasy Origin didn't look very good, and I think Final Fantasy fans are maybe not super stoked about that. Um, people were pointing out. <laughs> the main character is just wearing a t-shirt <laughs> which i think is funny <laughs> he's just got like a v-neck t-shirt on um which i mean not he uncommon in final fantasy but took notes from those character. microsoft press conferences <laughs> got him well <laughs> well done well done uh was there anything else you have any other, other thoughts on on day two uh, this this felt like e3 to me for the first time um yeah in, in the conference about like exciting things things i wasn't expecting things i was expecting um the the quality of of microsoft i think was awesome uh i, I still think i would have preferred a few more of the deep dives that we got in some of the other ones in which they like talk about the developer a little bit i still think the mm-hmm. the model conference to me in terms of like how it made the me interested in games was uh, the um, uh, Ubisoft from yesterday, even though Ubisoft sure. didn't excite me with the games necessarily. Um, but I, I still think how quick and how many games they went through was awesome. Um, and yeah. again, Game Pass makes it makes my life happier, makes everyone's life happier if they have Game Pass. Um, but I'll still be dropping $70 on PS5 exclusives and $60 on five-year-old Switch games. That's just my life. And I'll say, like, some of those Game Pass games I'll probably buy. Like, I would love to, when it comes out, own Starfield or you know, Halo Infinite. I mean, right. I might even buy, like, I don't know. The problem is, Back for Blood, I'm sure it'll have cross-play. Um, but that's the kind of game that I would play with my friends who have PlayStations. And while cross-play is fine, uh, it seems like an extra step of hassle that I maybe don't want to have to deal with. But... Um, so it goes, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, what? I'm going to have to buy one of these games. Dang it. One oh, of these games man, that I didn't even know was going to be on Game Pass. I know. What the heck? Well, hey, thanks for listening to our E3 Day 2 catch-up wrap-up here at, at the Hitbox. If you have any thoughts about all this stuff, uh, I think we would love to hear from you. You can you can talk to us on Twitter at HitboxPod, or you can send us an email at HitboxOfficialPodcast at gmail.com. Um, looking forward to day three. It might be less exciting than today. I thought today was actually quite exciting, and tomorrow might not be. Because who's, yeah. who's it? 2K? No, not 2K. Take two. Capcom? Huh? Huh? Maybe Capcom. something? They'll tell us about games we're already playing. <laughs> I beat Resident Evil 8 last night. And? Be- it is good. Game of the year? Uh, Probably not, but it's probably in the top 10. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It has an excellent opening four hours, and then it drops off for me after the second area, but that's mm. a conversation for another time. Uh, you can let us know your thoughts on all this at, again, I'll say this again, uh, on Twitter at HitboxPod, and then again uh, at HitboxOfficialPodcast at gmail.com. You can send us emails, let us know. You can also follow us on Spotify and iTunes. Telling a friend would mean a whole lot to us, and that's just about all I have. You got anything else to add here, Justin? I, 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 E3 is great. 
Um, I I can be critical of these conferences. I can say that things that don't excite me. But like, if anyone looks at either of these two conferences and says like it's a horrible day, that this was just a fun day to like video games and watch some good things. And uh, yeah. it definitely took the taste of yesterday out of my mouth. You heard me right, Gearbox. You suck. I was gonna say something. It might have been a joke, and then it didn't come to me. <laughs> I think I'll t- I'll tell you this. I think I'm I'm like coming down off the stress of thinking that we lost that entire recording. <laughs> oh <laughs> man. Hey, but you know what? I would have loved to talk more about Game Pass, you know? Yeah, that's actually true. That's actually legit. But hey, we'll see you tomorrow. Sleep tight, gamers. Always remember, old games are old. See you tomorrow. Bye. (laughs) Bye. I'll stop recording. <laughs> <laughs>